And welcome into another episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. And joining us now on the program, pleased to have with us Iowa State University nematologist Greg Tilka is with us. Greg, it's great to catch up with you, sir. How are you? I'm doing well, Jesse. Uh, thanks for uh, talking with me today. It's been a while since we've talked. It has been a while since you and I've got a chance to talk, but I appreciate the time. We have a very important topic to discuss here today, and that is SCN, soybean cyst nematode. This is something, Greg, that uh, it is a pest that is extremely tough for growers. It's It robs a lot of yield. This is, this is something that growers really, uh, if they have to deal with it, it could be an issue, can it? Yeah, it, it's a a real frightening combination of, of factors that make it so dangerous. And uh, one of those factors is that fields that have it and are losing lots of yield don't look sick. I can't think of any other ailment in crops where it's considerable yield loss and the crop looks perfectly fine. So that that's a huge obstacle to overcome. Very huge obstacle to overcome. And we think about now we're getting into the heart of the growing season across the country, across the Corn Belt and across, you know, the the heart of the country. And and this is something that farmers are really going to have to watch out for. And that's part of what the SCN Coalition has come up with. They've teamed up with Valent to, you know, try and shed some light uh, on SCN in our field. So talk about that a little bit uh, here just first before we talk, maybe some more tips. The, the essence is that farmers need to become actively engaged in managing SCN. That's a kind of a phrase that the SCN coalition promotes, active management. And you can't manage something that you don't have or you don't know you have, rather. And so many farmers don't know that they have SCN, and that's where active management starts. And so we want farmers to get out in fields and look, you can actually see it on roots during the growing season. And that's what the Valent program is all about. It's promoting the idea that you could have it and not know about it. You can easily get out in the field, dig roots with a spade. You don't want to pull the roots. You want to dig the roots and then shake the soil from the roots and any time from now to about early September, certainly late August, um, you'll be able to see them uh, little white females. They're uh, much smaller than nitrogen nodules that are normally seen on roots. They're about the size of a period at the end of a printed sentence, um, and they're white in color. So um, we really encourage farmers um, to get out and dig roots and look for the females. I should say we're encouraging agronomists as well. Because there are many, many agronomists out there scouting fields for insects and weeds and foliar diseases. Um, there's nothing that causes more yield loss than soybean cyst nematode. And so uh, I want everybody in a field carrying a spade and digging roots every 50 or 30 paces that they take and just looking at those soybean roots and seeing what they might find. I want to put this in perspective, put this number out there for folks listening. $1.5 billion in losses annually from SCN. I, that is that is a big number, correct? Yeah, it, it's staggering. And Jesse, that number has stayed the same for about 20 years. And that number was put together, is put together annually by extension plant pathologists. And it really pales in comparison to anything else. I used to think, well, those numbers are estimates of dollar losses. And so, you know, they, they could be accurate or not. Certainly ranking wise, SCN always tops the list. 
But recently, in the year 2000, some scientists at Penn State University published a paper based on actual data. And they estimated through data analysis, not just people's opinions, the yield loss from SCN over the last 10 years, and it was $1.5 million. So those estimates that we've been receiving for decades has been spot on. It's been shown with actual experimental data. Greg, if a farmer is out checking their field, if they find SCN, what can they do? What should they do if they find some of these, these females attached to their roots? Well, the first thing is to understand it's not a death sentence. I know with humans and with human health, sometimes they don't want to go to a doctor because they are afraid of what they're going to be told. There's no reason to be afraid to discover that you have soybean cyst nematode. That's the first step towards managing it. So it's a multi-pronged approach um, after they discover that SCN is present in the field. Um, the first step after digging roots and looking for females and seeing them would be to get a good soil sample taken from the fall so you can get a handle on the numbers. And that requires taking multiple soil cores from every 20 acres and mixing those cores up real well, put them in a bag and send them to a qualified laboratory. All that information on how to do that is on the SCN Coalition website, which is the scncoalition.com. After yeah. they get their numbers, then it's a matter of thinking about your cropping sequence moving forward. Almost all soybean varieties that any farmer can buy have PI88788 resistance. That's the common type of SCN resistance. And it's in the upper Midwest, the main soybean belt, it's in 95% of the varieties. So most farmers are gonna have to grow that source of resistance, but there's 5% of the varieties that have uh, unique, hard to come by, but more effective resistance called Peking. And the active part of management for farmers and agronomists is seek out those varieties with peaking SCN resistance and start rotating them in with PI88788 varieties. Don't switch completely to peaking or we'll go down the same path that we're at right now with the common type of resistance. But look for and rotate um, peaking resistance with 88788 resistance and always rotate with non-host crops as well. This year with high fertilizer prices, I know in Iowa I heard lots of chatter about beans on beans, and that's terrible from an SCN perspective. That's like Armageddon. And so you wanna rotate with non-host crops, rotate sources of resistance in soybeans, and then there's lots of seed treatments being offered, and farmers should really experiment with those and see which ones provide them a yield bump. Fantastic insight, Greg. Uh, any other final thoughts you want to share uh, about SCN? Any other things we need to keep in mind and consider here as we go through this growing season and into the fall? Well, then the main thing is I want to comfort people that it's not a death sentence and it's best to know about it and manage it properly. And there'll be more improvements in our management options moving forward. And it all starts with getting out and digging roots to see if you can see the females, followed up by soil sampling, and then you're kind of off to the races with management. And I want to say that website one more time for the coalition. It is thescncoalition.com. With that, Greg Tilka with uh, Iowa State University. Appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us here today. And we'll talk again soon, Greg. All right. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
You've been listening to American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen, wishing you a great rest of your day.